Welcome to Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. Time to call in with your gripes, opinions, theories, and conspiracies. Here's your chance. Don't blow it. Only on News Radio 890, 92.5, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. 908, almost 909 on KDXU. I'm Andy. Thanks for tuning in this morning on Open Line Friday. We'll talk about, well, what you want to talk about. We'll talk about what I want to talk about. We'll talk about what Seth wants to talk about here in a minute. Uh, it is Open Line Friday. Phone lines are open. 673-5890 is the phone number. 673-5890. And uh, I take texts as well. If you want to text me at uh, 435 435- Four six seven five eight four two. Love to hear from you either way. You know, some people don't like to talk on the radio. I understand that. I actually, uh, kind of a funny little side note. I was uh, trying to get a, a lady to be on my show yesterday. Uh, I, I called her. You know, this was yesterday afternoon, and I said, "Hey," uh, and she had written something. She had written a story, and I said, "I love what you wrote. It was really well thought out, well researched, well written." And she's like, oh, thank you so much. And I said, so how about you come on the radio and talk about it? And she said, oh, thank you for the compliments. No. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, not, not, maybe not, or probably not, or I don't think so. It was just no. I was like, well, why not? And she said, I am terrified of those types of things. Terrified of those. I said, well, you could do it by phone. She's like, no, I just, I get so nervous. I'm just terrified. I, she said, maybe someday I'll be over this, but uh, for now, I just, I'm sorry, I can't do it. So she's not going to be on the show. I might talk about her article a little bit today, though, just be, because I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I was going to have her on next week, but uh, well, I'm not going to tell you her name because, uh, you know, we all have our own things that we struggle with, our own things that are hard for us to. Uh, I don't know, I guess, uh, uh, do or perform or participate. I mean, I, I will not, and I have not, and I will not walk, uh, hike up Angel's Landing. Not, not going to do it. My son's been up there five times. I have friends who have been up there dozens of times. Like, it's not that scary, man. Come on, just do it. I'm like, nope, not going to do it. I'll talk on the radio, but I'm not climbing Angel's Landing. I know there's a lot of you out there going, you're crazy, dude. Why wouldn't you go up there? Nothing wrong with it. And then every year, two or three people die from falling off of Angel's Landing. And I'm like, see, that's why I don't go, because it could happen. Not common, not probably going to happen, but it could happen, and that's enough to deter me and keep me from wanting to do it. A couple of items of business, and then we'll get to your phone calls uh, here on Open Line Friday on The Andy Griffin Show. Number one, the Traeger warehouse sale is going on right now at the Barbecue Pit Stop over there. 300 East, 180 North, just off the boulevard, right behind Napa Auto Parts. Uh, if you've been thinking about waiting or dipping your toe into the uh, the pellet grill and the smoking meat and stuff, now is the time. Don't miss out. It's, uh, again, the uh, Traeger Warehouse Sale. Uh, he didn't have final. I was That was there midday yesterday. He'd sold uh, a lot of smokers already, like over 30. And, uh, in fact, I bought one. Now, I, I, I bought it uh, on behalf of someone else. Uh, so I'm not going to put another smoker in my backyard. I've got plenty back there. But uh, if you're thinking about it, head on over there today. Uh, again, they're open right now all the way till 6 p.m. tonight uh, or until they sell out of all their smokers. But uh, some great deals. I know this is a lot of money, but there, I think they had a $2,300 smoker 
the Timberline, I think it's called, uh, Traeger, really the top of the line uh, for like 1300 bucks. It's like 1000 bucks off. Incredible deals over at Barbecue Pit Stop. Uh, there's a big all-star game tomorrow. In fact, kind of a lot of festivities over at Dixie High tomorrow. Car show at noon, and then at 4 o'clock, they start the slam dunk and three-point shootout contest over at Dixie High. And then at 5 o'clock, it's the March Mayhem All-Star Game featuring the best of Region 10 basketball against the best of Utah basketball. Cool little All-Star Game. Uh, and again, that's uh, they're, they're raising money for Reach for Hope Utah a Suicide Prevention Coalition. Pretty great cause and a pretty great uh, uh, thing to attend and go be a part of. I'm going to be out of town or I would be there. Uh, and then uh, we have a, a promotion going on for the worst yard in southern Utah. I'm not kidding about this. Actually, we have two contests going right now. One is for the worst yard in southern Utah. You could win a $40,000 makeover for your yard. How cool is that? How ugly is your yard? Uh, just take a picture. Go to utahhomes.com. That's Utah Homes with a Z on the end, Utah Homes. And uh, upload that picture. You just click on Enter Contest, and you got a chance to fill out the form and enter the picture. And you could win a $40,000 yard makeover from KDXU and utahhomes.com. And the final contest, we've got a cruise we're giving away. It's actually Morris Columbus giving the cruise away, but we're helping out and being a part of things. Uh, to win or go online to travelshowprize.com or just click on the uh, the uh, link on our website, 890kdxu.com. It's a, a 3 to 11 night cruise, and you can pick where you want to go, the Caribbean, uh, Alaska, Europe, uh, Mexico, wherever you might want to go. It's up to an 11 night cruise uh, for two. Uh, it's yeah by Morris Columbus. Uh, they do a little asterisk is you pay the taxes, gratuities, and you must get yourself to the ship. So they're just paying for the cruise itself. Uh, you pay the rest, but it's still a pretty cool uh, prize. Deadline is March 15th, so it's coming up in uh, today's the 4th. You've got 11 days to register. The drawing is March 19th on the uh, travel show on Saturdays, 11 to 1, uh, brought to you by Morris Columbus. A lot of cool stuff happening right now. <clears throat> it's 9.15 on KDXU. Let's uh, let's get Seth on here and see what's on Seth's mind this morning. Seth, what's going on, man? Acrophobia. Fear yeah. of acrobat. <laughs> or heights, either one. <laughs> yeah, or both at the same time. Yeah. Uh, uh, acrobats on high things, maybe. Well, um, go to Wayne Dwyer, uh, excellent psychologist. He says people with fear of acrobats scare the hell out of themselves in high places. <laughs> Some, something like that. I can, I can tell you, you know, a lot of people say, well, you need to go see somebody about your, your, your fear of heights, your acrophobia. And I was like, you know what, I'm okay with it because I don't have a fear of flying. I don't have a fear of, uh, it's just, just those medium heights, you know, get me about 20, 25 feet in the air. Those are the heights I don't like or, or a thousand feet like Angel's Landing. So mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, um, and- Seriously, though, it, it, uh, it's something that uh, the evil one will put you in a situation where your acrophobia mm. paralyzes you. True. So it's better to fight the demons and, the, and be friends with your angels uh, <laughs> on Angel's Landing. <laughs> 
Well, I, I, I guess one thing that would complicate matters is uh, ever since I've had these uh, these issues with my back, my balance is terrible. And so you throw in the fear of heights and the fact that I have terrible balance. I don't think that's a place I should be as Angels Landing. They got chains up there. <laughs> yes, they do. Soon yes, as, they so, do. As soon as they install right, a gondola, well, I'll go. Okay, well, well, let's do a great big fat conspiracy theory this morning. All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a tip so that you can follow along with me. If you'll just go uh, on your little computer there to uh, Utah Goldback. B-A-C-K? And you can see a picture of it as I'm talking to you about it. And... Uh, I was involved in 2011 to make this a law so that in the state of Utah, um, a gold back is uh, to be accepted throughout the state. And uh, what it is, is a thing that sort of looks like a dollar. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yep. It's brilliant. If you got sun, it'll blind you. It's made out of 14 karat gold. It says on the cheapest one that it's one thousandth of an ounce. And if you go to of gold, pure 24 karat gold, if you put it in a crucible, you'll get a BB that weighs that amount amount of gold. Okay. And my Constitution, uh, Article One, Section 10, says no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debt. So if you're carrying around Federal Reserve notes and plastic credit cards made out of electrons and all that, (laughs) you haven't got any money. That's true. It's all imaginary. All right. So, So, So have you tried to use these gold backs? Well, not at this point, because I have to hold it in my hand while I talk to you. Okay. All right? Uh, they say on their site, and I do hope people will pay enough attention to a wild conspiracy theory hmm. and find out. By the way, Utah was the first state in the Union to try to follow the Constitution But there's so little gold in a dollar, and it's all specified by law. Um, In uh, 1792, on April 2nd, uh, the United States passed uh, uh, the Coinage Act that specified how much gold to make a dollar and how much gold to make or silver to do the same. So Utah was the first, and there are five states currently that um, have created and are using this technology to actually put 14-karat gold. Utah was the first. Nevada, Wyoming, South Dakota, I think in New Hampshire, actually are producing these pieces of gold that you can take to vendors and pretty soon more and more. And then West Virginia Arizona, Tennessee, Indiana, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, L.A., uh, uh, Louisiana, and South Dakota, and more are doing this every day. 
So what no. what are the, you you said these gold backs are made out of gold. What else it can't be just gold, right? What what else is in there? Well, they call it a coin, right? Written I'm reading it says uh, uh one troy ounce that this is a coin. Well, this is not the way I envisioned a coin. Right. But by the end of the year, the dollar is collapsing worldwide because it's a fiction. All right? And so we're going to need some uh, medium of exchange. And people, when no one will take the dollar for your gasoline or your smoker, you can pull out a gold coin and get change back. Hmm. Okay. All right? Because they, they're going to say, is that all you got is green <laughs> money from the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> okay, Obama's making them, somebody's making them, and they're completely scraps of paper like the stock market. What is a stock certificate? It's a scrap of paper. Yeah, representing a piece of a company that doesn't really, I mean, the company exists, but the, the, the actual piece of the company doesn't really exist. Exactly, and uh, it could. You wake up in the morning; it could be zero, just like that hundred dollars. That, if you consider the high tech printing, and I think it's fourteen and a half cents. So your hundred dollars that you think it is is actually fourteen cents because our laws of this country said you can't do that. Mm. So, by, by the way, to il- illustrate your stock point, I had Kmart, oh, this was 20 years ago, and uh, it went from like $4 a share to .0001 cent per share. Yeah, I lost the entire portfolio. I think I had, I don't know, several hundred shares. Uh, and, and that's the way. We're going to have to depend on something that's real. And as we won't accept uh, the current paradigm, they're going to reach into their pocket, pull out a dime, a silver dime, and buy a loaf of bread because that's what a loaf of bread is worth with about 15 cents or maybe 20 cents worth of flour. Hmm. Okay? So um, how about a word to the wise? If you don't hold a pre-64 um, uh, Currents, uh, coins. coins. All of the coins are counterfeited too, except for the nickel, which is twenty-five percent uh, um, nickel and seventy-five percent copper. There are three metals that the founding fathers used: copper, silver, and gold. All have very similar chemical properties. The one that's going to explode the most. Uh, not in total value, but increase is silver. Silver. Because right. I'm speaking to you and you're broadcasting all because of silver circuits. But now, yeah, you're telling me silver is the valuable one, but you started your conversation talking about the gold backs. Which one should I go with, Seth? Well, uh, I'm going to recommend gold. Well, no, I'm going to recommend silver. Okay. Because there's like 11,000 things that you never heard of or the listeners yeah. that silver does that nothing else can do. Mm. In fact, the liquid, which is plastic that this phone is made out of, <laughs> can't become solid without it passing through a silver catalyst. Mm. Fascinating So stuff. you're closed today. You'd be naked. 
if you have Uh-oh. synthetic. Uh, how would you like to go do your show today? No, Nate? no, nobody wants that. No, no. Yes, and <laughs> it's all dissolving, breaking down in the ocean, in the water. You're drinking it and you're eating it, and at some point, you're going to be plastic inside. Mm, not good. Mm-hmm. Not good. So, uh, it, it, it's go to the silverinstitute dot org and click on the. Uh, industrial uses they're going to talk about broad categories okay but the broad categories uh, uh, indicate thousands of applications that nobody ever conceived of that only silver can do gold tends to stick around forever because it's not as useful but every you make a phone and every time you create a fabric and every time you uh, use uh, silver circuitry, it's unrecoverable by and large, and so most of the silver has been mined and is not available, whereas in gold, most of the gold that's been found, I understand, will fit in an Olympic swimming pool. Hmm. Wow. Okay? All right. And that there's probably no gold at Fort Knox, and uh, um, we need to really figure out what's real, and what is imaginary. Yeah, good point. So, Got to run. Hey, thank you for the phone call today. Uh, folks, I encourage you to check out uh, goldback.com. I think it might might be, uh, I think I, I did utahgoldback.com, and it seemed to have uh, redirected me to just goldback.com. Fascinating stuff. Uh, I had never heard of the goldback. It's the the uh, concept is that uh, the they press gold into these uh, like dollar bill looking things only it's gold they print on those and as you might imagine the bigger the the uh, bill the more it's worth because it's made out of gold so if you have a $50 gold back it's going to be worth well 50 times a $1 gold back it's kind of fun kind of kind of fun to look into that especially considering our current environment when it comes to uh inflation we are Whew, we are we are getting hit hard by inflation. I had a chance today, or actually yesterday morning, to talk with Mike Lee, and that was the main topic of our conversation yesterday. Was well, inflation. Listen to what he had his he had to say. Turns out it's worse in Utah than just about anywhere else. Good morning to you, Andy Griffin, with you live, and I've got Mike Lee on the phone with me this morning. Mike, how are you doing? Doing great. Thank you very much, Andy. Thanks for coming on today. Mike, of course, a senator representing the state of Utah uh, at the U.S. government legislature. Mike, uh, inflation's crazy. I know you've got uh, you're, you're uh, part of the uh, committee, the uh, uh, Joint Economic Committee. And uh, so you've kind of got your pulse on the inflation situation. It feels bad every time I get gas or buy milk. Is it as bad as it seems? Yes, and in yes. some cases even worse. Let me explain. We just finished a, a study through the Joint Economic Committee. When we assess what it's really costing people, it's costing the average American family $385 more per month. Wow. That's per household. But but even worse, in Utah and in the Mountain West, that price tag is even higher. My team found that families in Utah are paying a staggering $511 more per month per household due to Joe Biden's failed economic policies. That's disgraceful. 
and it's hurting people uh, throughout our state in a way that we can't sustain. I'm just sitting there thinking about that. That's, I mean, you could get a really nice car for 500 bucks a month, and that's sure. that's what inflation is doing to, to every house in, in Utah. Unbelievable, Mike. Right, and, and as you point out, with uh, $511 per month, I could get you a really nice car. It could get you all sorts of things. It could put away money for your child's college education. Mm-hmm. This is going to nothing. This is going to nothing but higher prices for all the stuff you are already buying. This is the price tag of Joe Biden's failed policies, policies that are hurting, not helping the American people. Biden apologists will say, well, it's a supply supply chain problem, and that's not Joe's fault, but it's a little more complicated than that. Well, it is. And look, there are supply chain issues at play here, but those supply chain issues are themselves being made worse and longer lasting as a result of his policies. They're also a result of uh, a, a number of things, uh, including federal regulations, federal laws that make it harder to move products through the chain of commerce, to move products, for example, uh, off of ships, onto trucks, and onto shelves. Uh, he's got access uh, to tools at his disposal that would make some of those burdens easier to carry, and he's not using them. Instead, what we're seeing from him is a doubling down on the same failed policies that have brought us to this point, actually proposing that we increase federal spending, actually proposing that we have more federal regulations. All those things are just going to make everything more expensive. I was going to say, I, wasn't that the problem in the first place, Mike? I mean, I'm making all, all this money up out of thin air got us in this predicament in the first place. No, that's exactly right. Congress passed stimulus checks. It authorized unemployment checks. It increased red, rent subsidies, delayed loan payments, added health care entitlements, expanded the food stamp program. Now, uh, most of these benefits didn't require the people receiving them to look for work, even after employers began rehiring and job openings started to soar. Uh, and so uh, by doing that, what happened was we were, we were paying people not to work, and so the price of labor became higher. The price of labor ended up being folded back into all the products that we buy. So it's just uh, one problem compounding another. But the, the central focal point of all of it was failed Democratic policies. I, I would be remiss, Mike, if I didn't get your comments on what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, a couple of kind of localized things about that. Uh, the Ironman, the, we're a big Ironman town here. We've got the World Championships coming up here in St. George in a couple of months. Uh, the Ironman uh, uh, rulers have, have kind of issued an edict that there will be no Russian athletes allowed to compete in the Ironman. Uh, I understand banning Russian teams. I'm a little surprised they would ban athletes. Not that they would be able to get here, I guess, from Russia anyway, but any thoughts on all that? Yeah, my, my first thought was exactly what you just expressed. I, I doubt they'd be able to get here anyway. There are already so many other uh, things in motion that would make it difficult, probably impossible for them to arrive anyway. Uh, look, for any any private entity that wants to do this, that's, that's their decision, not mine. But mm-hmm. as we say, it's probably moot in any event. But um, we do need to stay focused on the horror of this war and pray for the people of Europe. Uh, all over Europe who are in harm's way, but especially I'm praying for the people of Ukraine. Uh, Putin's cruel attack on the people of 
of, of Ukraine is just such a gross breach of their sovereignty and of, of human decency. And his military ambition is being further emboldened by Russia's stronghold on the European oil and gas market. Now, President Biden has crippled U.S. energy security over the last year. And, and he's now insisting Americans need to stomach higher energy prices at the pump as this war rages. But this war would never have happened in the first place, and it would be brought to an abrupt halt if the U.S. were producing and exporting more energy. This is what's enabling and empowering Vladimir Putin. In essence, we're financing the, the, the war, the aggression. That's unbelievably we are. frustrating. We would never dare do this. I, I, uh, you know, the last time Putin did this with uh, with Crimea eight years ago, I was on the Armed Services Committee at the time, and I asked every general and every admiral, every top level official at the Pentagon, uh, uh, what would happen if the U.S. were exporting significant quantities of oil and gas to Europe to a person. They said this could never have happened, and the same is true today. I've over the years I've asked similar questions, not only to top military experts, but also uh, to people with diplomatic experience, to people with experience in our intelligence gathering agencies. All of them have the same answer. Vladimir Putin couldn't do this, but for the fact that we've made it easy for him by not exporting significant quantities of oil and gas to Europe. Sobering, sobering thoughts. All right, Mike. Hey, thanks for coming on today. I know you've got to go, but thank you uh, so much for your thoughts today. And uh, keep fighting the good fight out there in D.C. Thanks so much, Andy. Really appreciate it. Good morning, everybody. Andy Griffin here along with Troy Paul from the Barbecue Pit Stop. And, uh, you know, Troy, one of the things you guys offer, which I think is fantastic at the Barbecue Pit Stop, is classes to help people become better at barbecuing. I love it. Well, thanks, Andy. I know that you've been to a few of them, too. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hopefully it's something for everybody. What we have a lot of is when customers come in and, and maybe they'll buy a smoker uh, for the first time, they're a little bit intimidated. Yeah. Because they're not sure what it, what to do with it. You think, oh, smokers for you know people that want to spend a lot of time in their backyard. And then we tell them the story about how it's so much easier than what people think it is. But that's still like, okay, but I haven't done it. I right. haven't seen it. I haven't right. felt it. I haven't tasted it or whatever it is. And, and so it's still intimidating. So what we try to do is make it easier for people by doing a demonstration. And so we have classes about once a month. Then we'll bring in a, a local professional. We'll bring some, sometimes from out of town a national name. Yeah. But basically what we try to do is make it really simple and have an open class forum where people can ask questions. But we just demonstrate it right there on the spot. It's cool. we got a television with the cameras right above it so you can see exactly what's happening. Um, and, and then you get to eat the food too. So I was going to say, you, you haven't <laughs> told them the best part. Once you show them what to do, you let them try it because you have the finished product there. That's amazing. Yeah, just worth the price of admission just for the food alone because you get to eat that and it's, you know, usually leave pretty full and and happy that way. I think anytime you get into a new thing, a new hobby or whatever it is, it is a little intimidating because everybody you know has already been doing it a long time and they're professionals at it. So this is a tremendous service. I know you start off with some of the basics like a pulled pork, you know, pork butt and stuff like that. It'll help get people's feet wet and their appetite wetted. 
I like that. Yeah. So it really is. And whatever the topic is, whether you're just looking for an intro class, we have those. Um, oftentimes brisket is one of the big, you know, mountains mm-hmm. that barbecue people want to, you know, mount there. And so they're, <laughs> they're concerned and like, how do I attack this thing? And so we'll show a brisket class. We'll show, uh, you know, like I say, the pork or whatever it is, Turkey ribs, Thanksgiving, absolutely. Yeah. But just come into our store anytime. We've got our list of classes in there uh, or eventbrite.com and see what's up next. Sounds great. Thanks, Troy. You bet. Thank you, Andy. It's Troy over there at the Barbecue Pit Stop. They have their warehouse, Traeger Warehouse Sale going on right now. If you've been thinking about uh, getting into smoking meat, I know I talk about it way too much, but uh, now is the time. You can get a deal like 60% off some of the uh, smokers. A lot of them are close to half off. Really good deals over there at Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm Andy Griffin. Thanks for tuning in today. And, uh, again, thanks uh, to uh, all our great sponsors. Uh, we're looking for the worst yard in southern Utah. i got a contest at utahhomes.com, homes with a Z, utahhomes.com. Uh, and uh, you can enter to win that. If you have an ugly yard, you can win a $40,000 makeover. Also, Morris Columbus giving away a cruise, up to an 11-night cruise to just about anywhere in the world. They'll be giving that away on uh, the uh, travel show with Larry Gelwick. a week, let's see, two weeks from Saturday, the 19th. Yeah, two weeks from tomorrow. So, uh, all right, let's talk about, um, well, unforgiveness. Not forgiveness, but unforgiveness. And by the way, Open Line Friday, if you want to call 673-5890, if you want to text, text 435-467-5842. By the way, somebody did text me during the uh, Mike Lee interview and said, uh, did the math for us. They said that uh, the 511 a month equates to $6,132 a year. Think about that. It's a lot of money. That's like $20 a day. And that's what inflation is. And, and for what? What are you paying for the extra 6000 for? What do you get if, yeah, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fork out 6000 extra bucks. Do you get a car? Nope. Do you get, I don't know, a new patio? Do you get, uh, I don't know, a wave runner, a, a UHV? Nope, you get nothing. Inflation makes it so that you're paying $6,000 more a year and you get nothing extra. You get the exact same stuff you had before. That's what I'm talking about. Frustrating stuff. And I, the thing that I fear right now, and kind of niggling around in the back of my mind, is that we ain't seen nothing yet. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. That's, that's the thing I'm afraid of. Did you know gas prices two days ago were nationwide were 20 cents less? Two days ago. Not even two days, 36 hours ago, gas prices went up 20 cents in 36 hours. In some places in the country, they went up 40 cents in basically two days. The national average day before yesterday was 360. It's 384 now. That's about 24 cents more. Utah, the national average was below the uh, or, or the Utah average was uh, like 340 it's now 367 even places where you expect gas is going to be cheap Texas 349 a gallon that's uh that's a lot of money 345 in Arkansas Oklahoma 346 
Mississippi, 352. Alaska, where oil is, you know, I mean, there's a lot of oil in Alaska, 418 a gallon. And there's always, of course, California, 507 a gallon. By the way, New York, 405 a gallon. Gas, like everything else, is going up, 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 and it's happening happening at an accelerated pace. And all this due, again, to failed policies from our esteemed president. Sorry, go to the phone lines. Hey, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Hey, I'm on the air. You're on the air, yep. Hey, has, has it, have you noticed the increase uh, in electric cars around town? Teslas and stuff? Yeah, I've seen quite a few Teslas around it now that you mention it. Has anybody bothered to do the math? Or maybe maybe you need to get a electrical from Utah Power and the power companies in on the radio show. In July, when we get 112-degree weather, yeah. the grid's going to go down because of people charging their cars. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't... And everybody's like, well, hey, I don't have to buy gas. I'm saving all that money. You are saving money on gas, but you are paying for it with power. Uh, not to mention, of course, I mean, we could go into the whole thing and what it takes to make an electric car, but then you throw in the... You know the the monthly fee that you pay for electric uh, for electric cars because you got to plug them in all the time. And, yeah, I was uh, told that uh, charge an electric car at night while you sleep for about eight hours is equal to running a, like a window air conditioner for mm-hmm. eight hours. You're right. You're absolutely right. Somebody told me it's like fifty something dollars a month to charge a car if you charge it every night. And I've seen people, and I don't know if they get permission. They'll pull in with their car and they'll attach a, the cord to some business. They'll be while they're shopping, and the cord will be you know stretched across the yeah the front of the business. And because uh, anyhow, it's something to think about. Maybe you want to get ahead of the curb and get some yeah Utah power people in in on your talk radio. Good idea. Good idea. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. Go to line two. Uh, Richard, are you there? I'm here. Uh, all right. You're coming in a little distorted or a little light. Let's uh, speak up, see if we can hear you. How's this one? Back yeah. There? How about you call me right back because it's still a little bit off. It's not quite Mickey Mouse, but it's a little bit off. Call me right back, Richard. We'll get you uh, on the air right away. Uh, it is 944 on KDXU. Again, it's open line Friday, so if you want to call... Uh, we'll get through the phone line issues like we always do. Six seven three five eight nine zero though is the phone number. Richard is calling back. Richard, uh, I know you're going to sound a lot better right now. What's up? Funniest thing I've seen going down the freeway: electric car towing a gas generator. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so they can have electricity to charge your electric car. That makes a lot well, of sense. Cars limited to what two hundred fifty miles before it gets charged have to go to salt lake that way but anyway back on the budget and money okay we owe over three thirty trillion dollars right yeah interest rate is going up and i heard the other day from glenn beck 700 billion dollars are paying interest on that loan so that's coming out of the government's budget right and our government spends what five trillion a year yeah, they're so just, where's that coming from? You know, it's got to be taken away from something. So my Social Security check, future Social Security check, Medicaid, somebody's going to have to fund that. 
money that we're sending to who knows what for interest on our debt. And old, our buddy Biden wants to spend trillions more. Well, from what I understand, a big portion of that debt is to China. We owe China trillions of dollars. Yes, we do. Yeah. And we're spending billions and billions over to Russia funding that war. Now, if we go to war with China or they start taking over, we're funding them. So we're I would just be, the bank for the world, ain't we? Yeah. I would be interested uh, on, a, on a local scale or on a, on a personal scale, uh, and go through our house and find all the items that were made in China and take them out of our house and our closet. I wonder what would be left. I mean, I don't I, think we could survive. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Everything's coming from China. It even shocks you. I have a book that shows some of the stuff made in America, but it sure ain't much anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Richard. It is uh, 946 on KDXU. Let's get a commercial break in, and we'll take more phone calls when we come back. Uh, we'll start off talking about Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney online has uh, got phenomenal reviews. I wish this show would get reviews this good. 4.9 out of 5 stars with over 600 reviews at experience.com. It's Joe Shoney. He's a local loan consultant. He's been serving Southern Utah for more than two and a half decades, serving him with pride and with yeah, customer service. Joe Shoney uh, averages a phenomenal 4.9 out of 5 stars online. Go and check it out for yourself at experience.com, newamericanfunding.com. Uh, Joe Shoney is phenomenal. Phone number is 435-590-6300. The NML, NMLS number, that's hard to say. NMLS number is 121041. We'll be back in, looks like, two minutes. Welcome to Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. Time to call in with your gripes, opinions, theories, and conspiracies. Here's your chance. Don't blow it. Only on News Radio 890, 92.5, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome back. Got about 10 minutes left in the program. I thought this was fascinating. Somebody sent me a link to uh, an Axios link about how weather affects electric vehicle battery ranges. It's fascinating stuff. For instance, if you have a Chevy Volt or Bolt, uh, you only get 60, 66% battery range if it's freezing outside. <laughs> wow. The ranges are already short. I mean, we're talking 200 miles. Take one-third of that, you're going 120 miles between charges. If you go anywhere besides work and back or the store and back, you're, you're kind of hosed. Uh, okay, the, so that was the Bolt. The Volt is 69%. This is slightly better. BMW i3, kind of a cool-looking car. A friend of mine wanted to buy one of those but didn't. Bought an Audi instead. But uh, the i3 is only 74% when it's cold outside. Other cars a little bit better. The E-Golf, 88%. The Nissan Leaf, 91%. Tesla, 93%. Um, that's the Tesla Model X. There's also an S and a 3. I don't, I don't and, then, and a Y. Uh, but pretty much across the board, these electric vehicles do worse when it's cold outside. So... Yeah, I mean, you worry about summer and plugging in and power grid and stuff. But as far as actually owning one, you're not going to go as far when it's, you know, when it's down there in the 30s. All right, back to the phone line on Open Line Friday. Hey, what's on your mind? 
so just a, a couple of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, everybody's blaming Biden for the policies, and, and, and I get all that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where's our Congress? They're the ones that pass laws. All Biden does is sign them. True. And if he's over, if he's overstepping his bounds, which I believe he has on several occasions, then that's their job to rein him in. Uh, you know, I just I get so tired of everybody passing the buck and blaming everybody else. And, you know, Congress abrogated its authority a long time ago to the presidents uh, with these, con- uh, you know, the, the, the things they sign all the time. Uh, when was the last time we had a budget? You know, I think Trump was the last one that we had a budget. Yeah. We're, we're on a continuing resolution now. And they just keep kicking the can down the road. It's because they, they can't live within a budget. Well, you know, uh, when you talk about Mansion and Cinema actually standing up to their Build Back Better, whatever thing they had proposed, uh, it's the first time, I think, in, in a few years where somebody from the same party, the Democrat Party, has said, no, wait a minute, that's not, that's not right. And I think that's one of the problems. They're so, they're so afraid of going against a trend. The, the partisan politics that they're afraid to to stop and say you know call call something wrong when it's wrong yeah i totally agree with that i mean and you know Manchin came out yesterday too on the energy policy and said you know we need to produce we need to get off of this i mean we are funding the war for russia yeah along with europe you know and the the sad thing is is there's plenty of natural resources in europe but because of their stupid green movements, they've shut them all down, just like we are. Yeah. Well, you know what? We need to pull our heads out, and as, as Americans, we need to put pressure on these people. And it's got to be more than just pressure at the ballot box, because they don't care about that, you know? Um, and so it's just, I don't know what we do, but everybody says, you know, we, we have to do it peacefully. We have to do this. We have to do that. And it's like, how's that working out for us? Yeah, not not so well. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Manchin, isn't he from West Virginia, coal country? Yep. So he has yep. a definite vested interest with his constituents to, you know, to, to get the power grid back in our court, get the ball back in our court, because uh, we keep buying from Russia and, and it's shutting down jobs in his state. Well, you know, a big part of the inflation are fuel costs, because everything we do is related to fuel. Yeah. You know, all the food that's produced is related to fuel. All of the ex- uh, transportation is related to fuel. All the shipping is related to fuel. So when you take that and factor in that, you know, fuel costs in the last year under under Obama, uh, Biden, I just Biden. That's that's probably about right. Yeah. Under Biden. <laughs> You know, uh, they've more than doubled. It's unbelievable. So that's a hundred. That's a hundred percent inflation. But they've taken that and the housing costs out of the factor. Yeah, they don't so count housing, those. Yeah, housing in Washington County the last two years has gone up seventy-one percent or seventy-two percent. You know, uh, how can people afford that? Can't because it was mm-hmm. high as high to begin with. So you're, you're lucky you got one. If you got one before the the prices went crazy, you're lucky because uh, yeah, try to buy one now, unless you're coming from California and sold your Rambler for 1.7 million, you're not going to get it. So yeah. I I got to run. I got to run. Let me go. Uh, phone lines are jammed. Uh, let's go. Vic, I think is on line three. What's up, Vic? 
Andy, I know people send you a lot of articles, but I, I, I don't know if you got a chance to read them when I sent you yesterday. Uh, the weak link, how China built in backdoor threat that could take down the U.S. electric grid. You know, we're all concerned about R Russia and the energy and stopping the energy, but, you know, what good is that if China can just shut down our whole electrical grid? These 500-ton uh, transformers, there's about 200 of them in the United States, and they, uh, even though that's 3% of the transformers out there, they control uh, between 60 to 70% of our electricity. And uh, the government, the U.S. government, found in uh, one of these transformers a back door where um, China can just uh, go ahead and hit the switch and control the, uh, that 60, 70 percent of electricity. In other words, they can just shut off 60 percent of our electricity. Wow. And as usual, the government knows about this, but as usual, we don't know if the government's doing anything about it. And, you know, how our government works, it has to be a disaster before they go ahead and they do something a lot of times. But that's something people should be very concerned about and should be talking to their representatives. What are we doing about our, you know, our, our electrical grid that the Chinese have a very good uh, possibility of shutting down on us? So just a point I wanted to bring up. But I sent you that article. You can read that article. If I'll you have find to check it out. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at it yet. I'll have to check it out, though, Vic. Fascinating okay. and maybe even a little bit scary would be the word for it, if that's true. Wow. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's uh, the uh, one of these transformers. Uh, I'll give you an, uh, an example. There are more than 200 of these large Chinese transformers in our electrical grid today. One accounts for 10% of the power going to New York City and 18 to 20% of the power going to Las Vegas. So <laughs> it's something wow. that we should be concerned about. And like I said, it's something that uh, uh, the Secretary of Defense, Leon Panetta, warned the room full of business leaders about the scope of this true attack on the U.S. grid was possible. So like I said, it's out there, but uh, how, I'm not sure what our government's doing about it. And it, it, it is very, uh, you know, concerning. So It is. Anyway. Right. Thanks, Vic. I'll check it out. appreciate it. Let's go to line one. Uh, hey, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, previous caller mentioned about uh, polit politicians and, and, and money and whatnot. Uh, you know, as a public, I think we are very short-minded in terms of our memory. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago that the state of Utah, every representative in southern Utah except for one, voted to change, as you recall, the tax collection process. It was a big ordeal, and, and they recalled it, referendum. Mm -hmm. And that's not only locally, but it's federally. My, the bottom line of my point being, all politicians, and I all, local, state, federal, want to make their job easy. And how do you have an easy job? Not have to work with the budget. Not mm. have to balance something out. Just spend as you need. And, and the state is as guilty as anybody. Look at the largest budget ever and, and how much of it came from the federal government, which everybody says the federal government. The federal government is we. Yeah. And people forget that it's us. I'm paying that damn tax bill, not just not just the federal government. It's it's blows my mind how as people we are just going down a rabbit hole accepting political positions when when they are really out there only in their own interest to make their own life easy and and, and grow their own pockets. Yeah, That's good point. point. Yeah, if you have a job and the boss comes to you and says, "You say, "What's my budget for this project?" The boss says, "Oh, you got no budget as much as you want." You spend what you want. That makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? I'm going to hire a clown and some dancing ponies. Uh, taxes are frustrating. They tax our income. They tax our property. They 
tax when we buy something? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what can be done except for, uh, I guess you could move to Canada. Oh, wait, their taxes are worse. <laughs>